0: You probably saw him on Last Chance U, seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led independence to a championship. They asked to do a podcast. It's a Coach JB show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut. That's Coach JB. Sarah Cheek, mother of four, and an OnlyFans content creator. I
1: want to give an unfiltered, be real, through evaluation of different
0: things and, and really share like a magic, my opinion. as well. slap fucking slap trash, like- All in, all gas, no brakes.
1: I love sports.
0: That's just a part of who I am. She's got sports blood in her, so she's on the cover of FHM Magazine. <laughs> 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 and the coach called shady
1: hello y'all it is thirsty thursday at the coach jb show and of course we have an awesome set planned out for you today we have matt mcchesney here and further we have coach jb as always but i want to get into this construction on the brady tampa mansion has halted you guys giselle started doing witchcraft To sage her car from remnants of Tom Brady. This is real news. Josh Allen and his teammates religiously puke before games. I don't know if that's a thing. I'll have to ask. South Carolina fans still think Spencer Rattler is the next Tim Tebow. I feel very sorry for you guys. Shaq or DJ Diesel revealed his new sexy, cut-up body, and fired shots at Charles Barkley's retirement bod. Will Levis is questionable for this weekend, and LSU Barstool revealed how soft and sensitive they are. When it comes to Brian Kelly, that's no surprise, because he loves Kenny Chesney. So without further ado, let's get this Thirsty Thursday started. Coach JB, come on in here.
0: What's up, Sarah? I got a, I got right. a confession to make. I do uh-uh. not like your fucking golf swing. We got to fix my it. My golf swing? We got to fix it on the video. I'm looking at the intro video and your golf swing is fucking horrendous. We're going to fix it. I'm going to come out. Dude, the I board. have
1: one of the best golf. My freaking, no, my golf not. coach. Thank you very much. Like, I'm a legit no, golfer.
0: No, I'm going to mute you if you don't stop. Me, I'm going to bring Pat Perez out there, and we're going to fucking correct your golf swing, and then you're going to tell your guy you're paying that he (laughs) fucked you. So, (laughs) without further ado, I appreciate you introducing us. Um, Second day in a row, love the intro. Um, Sarah, before we get into any of this, before my ice melts, do you want to announce that you're going to make a drink because it's thirsty fucking Thursday or what?
1: Yes, I need you to help me make this drink. So I've got tequila. I've got all the ingredients to make your special tequila cocktail. All right, but I need you to help me. So I'm gonna get over here. All right, ready here.
0: I I got my shit right here. All right. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do right now. We're gonna take this damn. We're gonna take a cup and we're gonna take a piece. We're gonna take a lime. If you don't have a lime, you're already fucked. So we're gonna take a lime and we're gonna cut the lime and we're gonna we're gonna get around the rim here so we can take this lime. I mean, this cup. And we got some little, uh, you know, this is a little Mexican shit right here. Lucy knows about this right here. Lucy knows about, I forgot the name of it. Lucy knows.
1: tequila?
0: We want Repo, but either one. Okay. So we're going to dip this right here in this little horchata, or what is it called, Lucy? So we're going to take this shit right here. Bam, I got the little rim. We're going to squeeze this lime in here. Bam. Now we're going to take this ice. Gonna put ice about halfway. Halfway ice.
1: Okay. All right,
0: and then we're gonna take your tequila. I just, I just add a little bit, like I do everything. So I'm gonna pour this tequila about halfway. I like to drink. I don't. We don't fucking sugarcoat shit around here. We're not gonna. We're not pussyfooting around. So I got about. That's all the tequila in there, right there. And then I'm gonna take a can of squirt and a can of ginger ale, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna half and half this bitch. I'm going to half ginger ale, the cup, and then I'm going to half squirt. Okay. So here, I'm going to top it with squirt. Bam. And then, so I got ginger ale and squirt. I got the lime in there. I'm going to squeeze the top of this lime off in there. Bam. And then, if I don't have a spoon, we're just going to mix that bitch up with our finger real quick. Make sure your finger wasn't in a booty hole like we were talking about yesterday. And, bam, I got the little, uh, whatever that shit's called. What's that shit called, Lucy? Tangerine or whatever that shit is around the edge. I forgot. Tatine, tatine, tatan, whatever the fuck it is.
1: What? I've got my Barbie cup.
0: Taheen. Sarah, you're not fucking blonde. You're brunette, naturally. Let's go. Okay. Oh, that's, that's bomb. That's great. that's refreshing. Yeah. Now you got to try this. Check it out. You stir it up.
1: That's good.
0: That's, that's what I'm like way to say.
1: better than Mark.
0: That's what I'm trying to say. So, without further ado, um, we're going to make an announcement here in a second, and then I have. Uh, Let me get you the quote of the day real quick um, before we make this announcement. Quote of the day. Successful people manage their risk without avoiding them. Successful people manage their risk without avoiding them. Too many people are scared to take a fucking risk. Quit being scared. Hey, scared money don't make no money. Make sure you realize that shit and stop being scared, man. You, You miss every shot you don't take. That's for damn sure. So, uh, understand we're going to have a Discord coming soon. If you're not a member, you're not invited. So, become a member today so you can have access to the Discord. The show is growing astronomically. We are actually going to make an announcement. We're the fastest growing sports show, daily show, on YouTube over the last seven days. So, we've gained like, fuck, 4,000 subscribers, 200 members. Um, The views have doubled And triple in some instances. So, much love to Sarah and Mac and everyone behind the scenes and all the guests that come on the show. Matt McChesney, Zach Smith, everyone else that joins it every week. Hector, Wido, all the cats that are in the community from day one. Uh, Appreciate you guys. Clap it up. So, the show is on the rise, man. So, we appreciate everybody becoming a member and joining that shit. Um... Uh, yes, sir. Rob Turner, you better become a member because I think you're a fucking troll. So you better figure it out and become a member quick so you can fucking make me wrong. I don't care. I'll eat crow, but you you, you, you kind of give me a little weirdo fuck vibe, to be honest. Um, and I don't like weirdo fucks. Like, I cut cancer out, motherfucker. So make sure you become a member. Uh, appreciate you guys. Um... Without further ado, Sarah, are you ready to get this party cracking?
1: I am.
0: I got to introduce our, our main man because lately we've had threesomes. And I don't know if you know that or not. Me, me, you, and Matt McChesney have been having a threesome. So uh, when you come back on the other side, there he is. Matt McChesney joins uh, Thirsty Thursday. Matt, I don't know if you made a drink, Matt, but we're making drinks over here.
2: No, nah, I'm is that, not a is, is i this a drink the shocker. mean, years actually.
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm not a drinker. I'm
2: Colorado sober, though. Oh, that's so right. That's smoke. right. That's
0: right. I apologize. I hate to throw that in your face. Uh, congratulations to you. Um, that is I'm something Colorado that, sober. Hey, man, that's something that's not fucking easy. That's got. the
1: best thing to be.
0: Hey, Sarah, Colorado we had the sober coach on here, remember? Smoking. Man, yes, he so rocked the house. He rocked the house. He was a fucking special. He's a, like the world's most famous sober sobriety coach in the world, and he was on the show. He did like two hours with us, man. He was fucking legit. Um. I appreciate everybody joining us. We have an announcement to make. Me and Matt ourselves real quick. Matt is going to be my co-host on the morning show, the wake-up show, here on out moving forward. Starting on Monday, Matt will be joining me. Me and Matt are going to rock the house. We're going to talk all things football, show film, break it down. The, the The morning shows are now going to be the number one show in America. Stay tuned. And now we're going to compete every day because then me and Sarah are still going to do the afternoon show for now, but we may be moving everything in the morning, and then we're going to be doing a guest in the afternoon, which will be a pre-recorded deal, and then we'll launch that later. So we may be doing some things, some big things in the in the in the, in the um on the outline, on the outskirts, on the way coming up. So make sure you stay tuned to everything we're doing. So I appreciate you guys. Um,
1: the chat so- is going wild about your sweater, Matt.
2: You like the dude sweater, right? This is uh, from the Big Lebowski, my man, the dude Jeff Jeffrey Lebowski. Um, it's it's a it's really comfortable too, and I make this shit look good. This shit right here, this shit looks good, especially on me.
0: Yeah, we, we got one hater, Jared R. He said he didn't know it was Ugly Sweater Day. So I mean, hey, eh, you know Frank, we got Frank. we got the haters. Hey, he the haters are hate our hate biggest all fans. You,
2: you got to have swag to wear this motherfucker.
0: Yeah, he don't. He's probably exactly right. It's nah, probably Deshaun Watson want. Want. in the chat the with the small dick.
2: Jeffrey Lebowski donned this. All right, you either know or you don't. Yeah, they don't know. You
1: heard?
0: <laughs> they just hate. They just hate. You know what I mean?
1: They're just haters.
0: Okay. I, I could I could get away rocking Sarah's shit too. I got titties too. Um, well,
1: let me tell you something. If Kansas loses, then you have to wear a Tennessee speedo. If I have to wear a ten- or a Kansas <laughs> bikini, like that's there the y'all. only like that's
2: fair trade.
0: Dog, Kansas could absolutely lose this game. Like, no, we're not where, betting on this you know, game. We bet seven. I bet. Th- I bet her that Kansas seven games. wins seven games. Oh, seven games. Okay. Never mind.
1: Well if they don't win seven games then
0: they're winning seven
2: games. Yeah. I
0: ain't wearing no they're speedo. Already five and 0, right? I ain't wearing no speedo. They
2: have they have at least two more. I know their schedule's hard, but they're really good. I think they've got they could I think they might be able to compete for the Big Twelve title when it all comes down to it. I agree.
0: Right. I agree.
2: I think the same How cool I- would that be to get Kansas, Kansas State like both undefeated in conference at that the end of the insane. year to play back to back weeks for the title? That would be dope as fuck. Um, we would have to go to
1: that, and we would have to be there with Kelly. I mean,
2: Maybe look, Doug, I Doug, be like a... being a Colorado alum, I miss the Big 12 so bad. I, the, the Pac-12 is a fucking joke. I miss the Big 12 bad. So I think it would be really cool to have traditional Big 12 teams fighting the way they are right now. Kansas coming back the way they are. Leopold's easily the coach of the year, right? Right? Right. He's the national coach of the year, like, hands fucking down at this point. Um, do you think he stays in Lawrence? Cause that, I think it would be even cooler for him to just keep his roots and not jump Me to too. A I think so too. and just build that motherfucker dog. I, I really I think it would be dope if he just stayed there. I,
0: I actually uh, reached out to him. I actually reached out to him and, uh, he is not so eager to leave. I'll leave. I'm not going to put his personal business out there, but he's like, dude, I've done a lot here already. we we got a $300 million facility going in here. It, it, is this a better a, gig it right it now a than Nebraska.
1: football facility or basketball? Oh football. no, they're
0: building them big they're ass football. football facility. facility. They're modernizing
2: that stadium. Yeah, like yeah.
0: Matt. Let me ask you this before we get into the the foreplay and talk about the daily happenings here uh, that you're joining All us right, for. I like foreplay. Le- what? Yeah, I'm a foreplay guy. I, I don't Not know if you, I'm a foreplay though. guy anymore. What? I used to be foreplay. Wow. I used to be foreplay. <laughs> um, but let me ask you this. <laughs> I, right now. Nebraska is not a better job than KU in my opinion.
2: I can't believe I'm actually agreeing with you on this, but yeah, Nebraska's a it's a it's a team that is so embedded in the past and I know this because so is mine. And the new conference that they're in doesn't I know it looked like a good idea, but it's a it, it's turned out to be a really terrible one. And that job just doesn't have the same kind of allure. Like you have to understand Nebraska went from dominating an area of the country and a a conference, a division retrospectively over a hundred and some odd years span. I mean, they won the conference one out of every three or four years. They're winning the conference. And every 10 years they're winning a national title. If you just look at it that way, and they're always playing for them and they're always relevant. And, and now you're looking at jobs like this and Colorado and Nebraska they don't have the historical fallback right now they don't have the rivalries to fall back on like they're trying to rep Indiana last week was like a huge win for Nebraska like I'm glad they won I guess but it's not a fucking huge win you know like you can't just make up the kind of stuff that you're supposed to be able to fall back on during hard times when you when you're shitty you're supposed to be able to fall back on your tradition at a college football program to help you through that in the recruiting base and things of that nature. Right now, they can't do it. And I agree that Kansas is a better job than fucking Nebraska right now. It's crazy. I can't and believe there's I'm less, saying that shit, but, like, but it is. It there's is. less
1: pressure, too. I mean, if and Lance leaves, there's, the there's more pressure.
2: It, there's so much pressure on you in Nebraska, and rightly so. I mean, come on. Let's be real. Traditionally, you know what they are. Um, But again, does it come down to I'm running into the same thing in Boulder? Do you go hire an ex-buff or an ex-husker just because they're buffs and huskers? Or do you have to go outside of the box? And like, I think that it's time to kind of like break down that stigma and go after somebody that has nothing to do with the university and see if we can start our own tradition and rivalry in that in that regard. And that's what Nebraska needs to do, too, badly. They need to restart. They just need to hit the restart button. And, yeah, keep the logo and everything, but start the start the framework over again and see if you can be successful long-term in the Big Ten.
0: No doubt. I agree. Um, all the trolls are out today. Uh, let me ask you this. Let me get into the four-play segment of this. I got to show you this. Uh, have you guys seen this commercial, Sarah? Hey, Jake from State Farm. I want that personal price plan. So how's this for personal? I draw mustaches on players' faces when they're asleep. Mm. Coach Reed, you don't need to get that personal to get the State Farm personal price plan. It helps you create an affordable price just for you. Oh, Coach. It happened again. <laughs> I, that, that, I think they Mahomes does better commercials than he does playing. But that's oh, just me. You're such a hater. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love wow, it. I like that Matt likes Mahomes. Oh, gee, how
2: can hey, you not? He's I'm shitty.
0: Not,
1: I don't like Mahomes because I don't like his like family as far as that goes. like I feel like that's embarrassing. But- he did have a lights out game against the Bucks. That was pretty badass.
0: He didn't well, have a guys, lights out game. Jackson
2: Jackson Mahomes is a douchebag. That's true. Jackson, Jackson Mahomes is
0: a bad motherfucker. Let me ask you this. I, let me he's ask the the you best best this. In the let league. me let me break down some quarterback shit to you guys, O line D line guys over there that protect us. By the way, we love you and need you dearly. Let me let me break this down. Mahomes has thrown four touchdowns this year out of his ten. Have been fucking shovel passes. A. B, he's thrown oh. six screen balls for touchdowns, bro. He hasn't even oh. thrown into the teeth of the defense. Tom Brady's throwing the ball, corner route, back cone. Dig route, no. touchdown, fucking no curls. Saying he's not great
2: too, but Mahomes is Mahomes' is top three, top five quarterback in the league. Everything Period. he throws
0: is lateral. Oh, come
2: on. The, the, look. I understand JB that he, doesn't
1: he like. Hate
2: Mahomes and Lamar Jackson <laughs> and you I mean, but at the same time you think like Danny Dimes is a good quarterback.
0: No, so I don't I said he's it. gonna have the comeback season of the year. Uh well that shit ain't happening either. <laughs> hey. They're three and one though. <laughs> but look, Mah- the three and Mah- one. even
2: to question Mahomes greatness at this point, he's just gonna get better and better. You know he is. I mean he he you're looking at a top 5 top 10 quarterback of all time and you know you are. Oh,
0: you know fuck no. Are. You no know.
2: fuck no. Definitely not. He ain't. Yes. even close. Come we gotta, on, man. we gotta... everybody out there in fucking in, in, in radio land listening. Help me help you. You know Mahomes is a bad motherfucker.
0: No, I don't. We're going to get into quarterback play later on here, but let me get to the foreplay. I need some some video proof. (laughs) We're going to break down this every morning from now on starting Monday. Me and and Matt are going to go at it and break down in the film room every week. Um, I got to get to this foreplay of this. LeBron says put an NBA team in Vegas, Sarah. I think you're asking for fucking basically every single bad scenario to happen that's possible. I'm surprised wow. that Vegas, the Raiders, haven't had more issues. I'm very happy to see that besides the, the Ruggs, uh crash, uh, going 180 miles an hour or whatever, and kill the person. Um, besides that, uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But you have the Raiders, you might as well bring a Vegas NBA team there. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Uh, I'm just going to run through these real quick. Drew Brees says he wants to do a Manning cast style of show um me and matt are gonna kill the manning cast on monday mornings um or every morning for so you guys know but i'm just throwing these things out there so you guys can discuss uh Messi announces 2022 world cup will be his last he makes like fucking astronomical amount of money every year uh quinn ewers is back this week for the red river rivalry game he's back for texas And Draymond Green punches Jordan Poole, but apparently Poole continued to practice without any issues, and now Draymond Green faces discipline. My question to you guys, is Draymond, is this his last year in Golden State, or does he even get through the season before he's traded? And in big news, Le'Veon Bell, after knocking out Adrian Peterson, is going to fight Uriah Hall in the pro boxing debut. I didn't know. Um, Did you watch the fight between him and Adrian Peterson?
2: I watched the highlight of him dapping up Adrian Peterson, and that was a hell of a shot. I mean, he definitely knocked the shit out of him. Um, again, I don't know if that makes him a professional fighter. I guess we'll see. As everyone knows, there's a difference between fighting and being a fighter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge fucking difference. My brother my brother is a fighter, uh, and you know, I think I can get in a fight and defend myself, but not against that fucking animal like that's like one of those like don't be mad at me anymore you were cool because i know he's a you know he's a he is a real fighter so i'd be interesting to see what happens there it all comes back to like the jake paul thing like if jake paul gets in the ring with a real motherfucker how's that gonna go over you know what i'm saying so it's uh it'd be interesting would, would you pay would you pay to watch it
0: no I don't even know who Uriah yeah, Hall is. Either. Hey, I'll watch the highlight shit on, on social media. <laughs> I, I don't I watch, watch boxing or, or, or UFC it. or whatever. I, I think it's I hate that shit. Um, I want to ask you guys. I got a video to show you, Matt. I want to break this down. It's very, very low volume. I don't know if we can hear it. But basically, this is one of my top two bottom worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I've been saying it for years. But basically, he took offense to a media guy asking him, why his balls continue to get batted at the line of scrimmage? And he, te- I guess, he says to the media guy, "Give me a couple drills, and I'll do them in practice. If you can get me to avoid getting the balls batted, and I can come up with eighteen right now off the top, but we're not going to so get it's there." Some real
2: sensitive this shit. This Baker, yeah.
0: this Baker Mayfield, Sarah. Oh. So uh, sensitive. I mean, it, it's it's like staying in the pocket. And windows up, their hands and the same things I keep saying can't hear him uh I okay. just... I know what he said I watched it yeah that's what he said he basically said give me some drills and I can do some things. My thing is, um, there's a lot of things. You know, I can have a PVC pipe. I run at you. I make you use your feet in the pocket. Broomstick. And we throw over a broom. I can put a broom there, make you throw over it. I mean, there's a lot of things we could do. But, you know, he is, a, he is small, just like Kyler Murray. They're very short stature. And he's a feet sensitive as fuck.
1: And Deshaun, too. I think that it's... So
0: sensitive. No, nah, yeah, but well Deshaun's, yeah, sensitive-wise. Deshaun's a little bigger than those guys, but but Baker is very sensitive. He can't be asked a question. I was
1: talking about below the belt.
0: Yeah, micropenis. We already know that. Um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. But um, I, I want to play fair a game fair. with you guys real quick to get this started. We we are in the uh, we're in, we're now moving on up. Uh, we are now first down. Brought to you by Canada Dips. CBD.com, go over to CanadaDipCBD.com, get you some dip and some, use my promo code, CoachJB. JB. Hey, the,
2: those things are fucking dope, by the way. I really like those things.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get you yours for your show, so they're pretty cool. Um, there's no CBD in them, but there's different things. that Some of them help you sleep, some of them help you have fuel, so it's a little different. Um, I want to play a game with you guys. Imagine this, all right? We're going to play a game. Imagine this. This is going to be in the coaching realm of things, and... Sarah's going to be, it's going to be right in her wheelhouse along with Matt's wheelhouse. And I'm going to call, we're going to say, imagine this. I'm going to put it on the ticker below. And here we go. Imagine this. Lance Leapol to Wisconsin. Gundy to Nebraska. Dion to Georgia Tech. Urban to A&M. Malzahn back to Auburn. And Scott Frost to UCF. Moore to Colorado. And Richrod to Arizona State wow matt go ahead and take it uh i have a i have a i have a picture yesterday sent to me um from a very very prominent arizona state alum and the picture shows scott frost at practice at arizona state he said if scott frost takes the job i'm walking into the president's office and choke fucking him so i am just going to tell you that is what a prominent alum told me last night um I do not see Scott Frost in Arizona State, but I can see him going back to UCF, and I can see Malzahn going oh, back to Auburn. Oh, hell no. I can.
2: I, I think, honestly, I think to the, the uh, Georgia Tech job is the most realistic, realistic. in my opinion. <laughs> like, if they give him some financial backing and they allow him to hire a staff that he wants and they really put their money where their mouth is, which I know they have dough at Georgia Tech. I know they do. If they put their money where their mouth is at Georgia Tech and they allow Dion to do his thing, he could turn that place into an absolute powerhouse in the ACC. Now, if I'm Florida State, I like Mike Norvell, but I'm not letting I'm not letting Dion go to Georgia Tech. If right. I'm if I'm questionable on my head coach and he's out there and his sons out there and he might be a heck like, come on, dog, that is mr florida state that's mr Seminole. like i i think that that has to be looked at really really hard if you're the florida state president and you're the ad and you're down there making decisions because that's something that if he does go to georgia tech and it works and you continue to flip coaches at florida state and you're not reaching the potential you want to reach you're going to kick yourself for the rest of your damn life so the scott frost thing to arizona state Arizona State, you know, I, I really doubt that Scott hiring Scott Frost and the disaster that he is as a head coach is the right way to go there. Um, <clears throat> I think that they're better off hiring, you know, maybe Mike Norvell if he doesn't end up, you know, at Florida State. He was at Arizona State for a long time. Oh, see He's there, a yeah. Damn good football coach, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So the the Colorado job is interesting. Um, Mike Sanford was the head coach of Western Kentucky back in the day. He's now the intern. If he wins a couple of games, can he, you know, keep things moving in the right direction and they keep him around? I'm going to consult him on Tuesday up in Boulder, watch practice and evaluate everything. So I don't remember another time when there were this many college coaches fired mid season let me ask you like this. this. Do you like more? Do you like
0: more? M- more to Colorado is interesting to me. He was at UCLA. He knows the landscape of the Pac-12. I think he's a hell of a coach. Uh, brings the NFL grit. He's gritty. He's nasty. He gets after his coaches. I like Mike. I like John uh, Jim Moore. I know the family well. I don't mind that hire in Colorado. Do you? Um,
2: <clears throat> the hire at Colorado has got to deal with a couple of things. Number one. The transfer rules at CU are ridiculously hard. Like They they have got to change their policy to allow people to transfer in. They're on the same level as Ivy's and Stanford. So all they have to do is change the system and people will be able to transfer in at the same rate they do at other places. But right now, they can't get transfers in correctly. So I don't really think it matters who you hire in Boulder until that gets changed. And until they change that fundamentally at the level that it needs to be changed at, it really doesn't matter who the head coach is because they're not playing on the same level as everybody else, bro. And it's it becomes a, a battle where you're just you're you're trying to walk uphill, and it, the the force being pressed down on you is immense. So they've got to change that uh, in Boulder before they can even think about uh, who they're going to hire as the next head coach. And as a head coach. Why would you want that job if they're going to have that kind of restriction against you? I mean, you're going to know that walking into the interview, right? Like, I know that you guys are already handcuffed. Why would I take this job?
0: Yeah. Sarah, I don't know what you think. I think Malzahn's done the best job at Auburn over the last few coaches, I'll be honest. Um, I, I know wow. that's probably this is the thing TJ my former players in the chat he kind of said Auburn couldn't hire him back because they look stupid but Auburn has a new administration right. they have new administration though and they have new boosters they have new people there too because they that's why they hired back. Carson so hiring uh, I just don't no. know back. point
2: went back to Rutgers
0: I mean I know I mean why why can't why can't Gus go
2: back to Auburn who cares about looking stupid go win a football game who gives a fuck yeah well
0: what
1: about Lane would you take Gus Malzahn over Lane Kiffin?
2: Lane Kiffin's not going to Auburn over Ole Miss. That, that's well. That's what Maybe
1: speculated.
0: Yeah, that's just what I've heard. That's a possibility. Well, I mean, it,
2: it, shit. I, I don't know if I probably take Lane Kiffin over Gus Malzahn. Yeah, he, he's younger and seems to have the recruiting thing down. But again, if you're just talking about Malzahn back to Auburn, that might be a really good fit because because he does have roots there and they played for a national title and he was there and he obviously knows what works. So it's just a matter of making it work.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, Leipold to Wisconsin is interesting because obviously he was in whitewater. He has those roots up there. He has those ties. So it's very interesting. Um, the trolls are out today in the chat, by the way, we may want to go. I have no doubt. Uh, yeah, they're fucking. There you go, guys. Um, don't worry about them, Sarah. We'll just go members only and say fuck them. <laughs>
2: um,
0: they're all bitch made cats. Kidding. That's what they don't get. Um, so I don't know. I like more to Colorado, though, man. I actually do. I actually do like more to Colorado. Um, interesting to say the least. I don't know. I like that. I like that deal. Um, how about Rich Rod to Arizona State?
1: No Rich way. Rodriguez
2: to Arizona State, oh,
0: man.
1: There's no way.
2: Yeah, I don't see that happening either. Not not everything. Just he's been out of the light for so long. Looking at it, and I said this to a couple of buddies I was talking to yesterday. But if you're if you're a coach these days, like doesn't really know how to use social media and doesn't have any any like relevance online, and people don't these kids don't know who he is. If I say, "Who's Rich Rod?" in my gym, and one of the kids is like, "Who?" he he can't be a head coach at the end the, at this level. anymore. Yeah, I and really. I know that's a dumb requirement, but I'm telling you, these kids are like, they're immersed in this shit and they know more than you think they do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's important to them. And it's, in, it's important to spearhead, you know, kind of the recruiting process and the, you know, getting to know you process and hey, coach is cool and shit. It's important to these kids. So acting like it's not, is how you suck at recruiting. So, you know, like I understand Alabama's different. They're an enigma. Saban doesn't need a fucking social media account to be successful. He's fucking Nick Saban. We're talking about building a program from ashes to relevance. You know, Kansas its one thing. Since Leopold got that job, the amount of social media pressure that they send the kids in my program I am retweeting something about Kansas football and what they sent to my guys 10 times a fucking week. So on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, they're just sending good luck in the game. You're going to look good in fucking blue and red. Rock Chalk, Jayhawk, blah, 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 blah. You know how recruiting letters go, Coach.
0: Nah, no so, doubt. But
2: they they are fucking in they are Just fucking innovating the kids with all this information. And all it right. worked, man. They they like it. Like the the kids like that kind
0: of shit. Uh, no doubt. Uh, I want to bring up something to you, man. You played in the league. Uh, I had a cup of tea. I've been watching it for a long time. Everyone's talking about the players now, how fast they are and shit. And I'm like, well, I still haven't seen Dion. I haven't seen Bo Jackson. I still haven't seen an Eric Dickerson. I haven't seen a fucking Daryl D- Green. I haven't seen a Ron Brown. But everybody's faster. So I want to bring up my top ten. Fastest NFL players that I have personally ever seen, either in person, coached, or witnessed. Um, and I'm going to put it on the ticker. I want to talk about our fastest players. And I'm going to put a current guy in there, a couple current guys in there, or recent guys in there. It's on the ticker below. Uh, the fastest guys I've ever seen are Dion, Bo Jackson. Ron Brown was the NFL's fastest man in many years for the Los Angeles Rams. D- Daryl Green was unbelievable. Michael Vick was just... Uh, ridiculous. Sure, yeah. Eric yeah. Dickerson for 6'2", 230 pound guy. You don't even know how fast he was. OJ was unbelievable. Randy Moss was a freak. Herschel Walker was another one. Him and Bo Jackson. And then Tyreek Hill I'm going to throw in there just because of a game changing ability and how he fast he accelerates. Oh, yeah. Uh, where do you stand with those 10 right there?
2: I mean, that's a damn good list. I think the fastest human I've ever seen uh, start to finish is Michael Vick. I mean, he's just it's unbelievable watching him run the way he did, uh, the way that he could accelerate from, I didn't think he could go any faster to hyperspeed. Um, he's up there on that list. Darryl Green's up there on that list. Uh, you know, DK Metcalf really showed me something last year when he, when he hawked uh, the, the Arizona safety, the ability to just to stretch the field and run him down and really accelerate on top of acceleration. Um, but when it comes down to it, you can't say speed without Deion Sanders. Like Primetime What about sevens? Chris oh, Johnson? Chris Johnson flies. I mean, he's no doubt he's one of the fastest players to ever play in this league. Um, but again, you can't set you can't say the word speed without primetime. And that's just what it is. And Primetime set a different a different standard when it came to running. And I don't know if we ever saw him go full speed, full speed. He never had to. But let me like let his, me break something down. I see all the chat going crazy about all these guys.
0: The, the the chat's going crazy mentioning all these guys. They're mentioning guys that are nobodies. Just because you ran a 40 in shorts, motherfucker, the guys I mentioned are legitimate bona fide players. Like they did it in games. Not What about TO? T.O.'s one of T.O. could fly, no doubt. Right. And and somebody asked a question. I'm wondering if these guys could do it now. T.O. just ran four or five, bro, at 45 yeah. years old. So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm pretty just sure just they could do we it. we
2: don't mention someone, doesn't mean we're hating on them. We just didn't mention that guy. But, mention but, them and we'll but talk about
1: Devin Hester, I think Devin, Devin Hester, Hester is a fucking yes. animal.
2: But, John Ross. Probably, probably the best special teams player. Pure special teams player that's ever played is Devin Hester.
0: Yeah, but yeah, John he's Ross. He's one of my favorites. John Ross ran 4-2, but he hasn't fucking done anything in the NFL. I coached John Ross in Long Beach. I know who he is. He's not fucking good in the NFL, though. So I'm not going to put him on a list if he's just a fucking track guy. He needs I to mean, play. I mean, like
2: Ted, Ted Ginn is the guy that you have to throw on yeah. there. Yeah. Ted Ginn just is like a Ted Ginn runs by you, and he sounds fast when he runs by you. It's crazy. So, look, the amount of fast guys is through the roof. There's tons of fast guys. There's very few fast guys that are also game changers on top of it. So, you know, it's – it's, and when we say very few, there's still a lot of them. And we're going to forget a guy every now and then and remind us. You know, just throwing venom at it like we're downplaying somebody because we didn't mention them is ridiculous. Yeah, Just mention them and we'll talk about them.
0: Like Marcus Dupree, I I agree. Marcus Dupree Dupree was a freak. But Darren Sproles I actually played with. uh, Darren Sproles was quick. He wasn't anywhere near as fast as any of these guys on this list, by the way. So I don't think you understand the difference between fast and quick. There's a fucking huge difference. Some of these guys. Oh, like
1: like greatest and
0: best? Kind of, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I don't agree (laughs) with your greatest and best thing. I kind of agree with like results and projection. That's kind of what your greatest and best means, but. We all projected
1: talent, and like you cannot argue, freaking Tom Brady is the greatest, but he's not the best. Michael Vick was better. Than Tom Brady, if he what? has a yeah, the best, better, better, yeah, that, no. better. That's better be better not a good analogy. That's not a good analogy. talent versus you, longevity. You can't use
0: that Wrong. best and better no, analogy. No, that's he, why he, Matt went crazy. Michael Vick
2: and Tom Brady are not even on the same scale. you, you, you can't right. use that analogy because
0: one's better than one's. Greater. You can't use that analogy. It doesn't make sense. You have to use oh, like no. you if have to use skill set. Randy,
1: okay, Randy Moss.
0: You got it. yeah. You gotta Randy use, Moss you gotta use another terminology.
1: You, you Jerry Rice.
0: Can't, you can't Ge- say that. It doesn't oh. make sense. You gotta say yes. oh. skill set. You gotta no. say skill set.
2: Oh.
1: It's not skill set. It's best oh, and hurt. greater. Randy Who's
2: Musk the greater? Like Jerry Rice. But he was Jerry Rice better. is the best football player that's ever played. He was better. Who is better? Who's better? It's just wrong. It's wrong. Who's better?
1: Who's better? The greatest is Cherry Rice. Yeah. But the best was not.
0: That doesn't make sense. Yes, it it makes perfect sense. sense. No, it doesn't. Oh my God. It does. Sarah, your Matt used the wrong analogy that night on Spaces, and you've kept it in your brain. That's not the right analogy. No, it's not
1: have a brain of my own and I'm telling you it's analogy that everybody uses
0: no it's no, not everybody fucking it IQ no it's not two never, football guys okay. don't use it Ever. why it's
2: not everybody
1: okay okay <laughs> I'm being serious
0: no I just I totally disagree with you 100% <laughs> yeah
1: That's
0: I agree John I think Sarah's had too much of the damn uh, tequila drink so I appreciate it Sarah pour another one um, uh, Thank you, awesome.
1: Michael. Greatest and best, more talented or better, longevity wise. I mean, Tom even Brady had the Michael best Dick career.
2: Better at, than Tom Brady is. He like, was more the most,
1: talented. He was more talented. A, no,
2: he's he, he may be a better uh, athlete. Uh, that is right,
1: right. He's a better athlete, but he, that but doesn't he make wasn't him the greatest. In any regard. But he, what? Okay. How do you argue that then?
2: If he had a that, career
1: in the NFL,
2: that's is how I argue it.
1: Right. Do you not think that if he had a career in the NFL and things didn't happen the way they turned out, he wouldn't be in the mention?
2: Well, he did. have. He was the first overall pick and had an unbelievable career. And right. He had, he had, he had, it was kind of cut short, was it not? He didn't have, hold on. Are you insinuating that Michael Vick didn't have the same opportunity that Tom Brady had?
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if things didn't work out in his personal life the way they did for him, do you not think that things would be a little bit different? If he had a longer career, could you compare?
2: No, I mean, he played for over 10 years, and he never made the Super Bowl. So I, regardless I of what I happened in his personal life, no, I, I don't think that it's even comparable. I think
0: Michael think was is a talented? great
2: athlete that played quarterback and was good for highlights. But Tom Brady rewrote how to play the quarterback position period, so like Tom Brady's the goat Michael Vick is is's he's he's kind of a guy he's a guy
1: Tom Brady can't run
2: I don't know who gives a shit Michael, who, Vick, Michael name Vick me a quarterback can't who can quarterback run, quarterback and, run and win a Super Bowl <laughs> come on you, you can't Michael Vick and Tom Brady it's not even a reasonable like conversation it's ridiculous. <laughs> Like. Okay. Tom Patrick, Brady Mahomes, fucking Patrick Mahomes. Michael Vick is just the guy. So,
1: who's better, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Then who's greater?
2: Tom Brady. Tom Brady.
1: <laughs> okay, but if Patrick Mahomes has a career and it's longer, then would it be greater? If if, if, Tom, if
2: Patrick Mahomes goes for like 8 Super Bowls and 11 tries and John and like,
1: Elway. So, who's and, better than John Elway?
2: Who's better than John Elway? I'm
1: just saying the greats. If you compare the greats,
2: you're you're, com- you're using the my, wrong my terminology.
0: I know what you're saying. Oh,
1: My God, you're like, not. It, it you're not great, making sense. Are the
0: same thing with me?
1: No, but for me they're not because one's better and one can be greater.
0: Well, no, they can't. Yeah, yes, they, they can. That. It's, it's an oxymoron. Mean, one, 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 it can't.
1: It isn't. You can be more talented than somebody. Who say is that.
0: Great. Say more talented. Don't say better it and greater.
2: Maybe, but potential doesn't mean shit.
1: But if that makes you better, though, no, if you are more talented, not. then you are better. Doesn't better doesn't means in result.
2: All. No, it doesn't.
1: Better is in result. result. No, the greatest is end result. No. Better is a package of more talent.
0: Let me ask you something real quick. Let me ask you something. The greatest player of all time, let's say he retires today, whoever it is, whoever it is. And right. then tomorrow, Matt retires and you call him the best. He, meet, you just said he's better than the greatest ever that retired yesterday. It makes Not the, zero the best sense. Greatest, yes. Yeah. You know Makes zero doesn't.
2: sense. The best means the best. The best. I just broke it down to the you.
0: Same There's same. no better than that. Like we just okay, broke Michael it down. Jordan,
1: Michael Jordan is the greatest, right? Facts. He's the greatest. The, the fucking best. greatest. He's the yes. goat. But was it? Does LeBron have more talent?
0: I don't know. I don't think he's. No. I don't think so.
2: LeBron's not better than than Michael in any way. so LeBron
1: has more talent than Michael. Michael had to oh work my harder God. It. No, he doesn't. I'm not saying that Michael Jordan isn't the best. He's the fucking best, right? He the He's best. the greatest. I but agree. LeBron had more talent, and he didn't have to work as hard as Michael Jordan. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> no. All right. Let's move on amicably. Um, let, no, it's not. But Sarah, I know what Sarah's saying. Everybody relax. Uh, Talent
1: versus accomplishments. Exactly.
0: Then you see, you should say that because better and best is not working out. But we'll get there. I'm going to
1: say what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> keep drinking, um, everybody. Keep drinking. Um, Sarah is sexy when she gets heated, Josh. I agree. Uh, I, I agree. Um, we could not be on ESPN. It would be great. This is much better than fucking any ESPN show, by the way, though. Um,
2: You don't
0: want to go on the SGM. Fuck them. No, I don't. Um, Let's break down some college games while I have you. Since Sarah's here, um, we got the football game to break down tonight because we're going to teach Sarah NFL football as we get this show throughout the days and weeks coming up ahead. But I want to break down UCLA-Utah. Utah's minus four. Uh, Cameron Rising at Utah will be traveling to the Rose Bowl to take on ucla this is the first test since they failed to stop Anthony Richardson in the fucking famous spin-out throw uh, of the season. Fun fact about Utah, they are 2-8 and eight in their last 10 road games when they are the team that lost to finish winning a, or having a winning record. Um, assume Florida can finish with a winning record. I don't know if Florida finishes with a winning record. I think it hurts Utah if Florida doesn't like win out, which they're not. Uh, I don't think Utah can even get in the playoff if they win out. But I do know this. UCLA's coming out 500-yard offensive performance, and they're 5-0 for the first time since 13. Uh, they're on an eight-game win streak, and they're averaging 44.4 points a game. Um, Utah leads the Pac-12 in total defense, second in the nation in pass defense. However, they did give up 283 yards on the ground to Florida. If the Bruins can run the football on Utah's defense, it is a recipe for winning. What are your thoughts on this game, Sarah, Matt? Um, Utah, UCLA is probably the biggest game on the West Coast in quite some time. Uh, how do you guys feel about it? Um, Sarah, you can go first. I
1: want Utah to win.
0: Okay. Why? Um. Huh? Why?
1: Because I think that they should have won the game against Florida.
0: I think that was game, definitely an right.
1: officiating issue there, more so than play, more so than a talented team or whatever. So I want to see them win. I want to see Utah finish big this season.
2: See, and I, look, I, Utah's good. Their defense is real. And this is a huge test for UCLA. This is a relevancy test. Last week, UCLA answered the bell and, you know, they held on in that game. Washington made a furious comeback. They mm-hmm. just ran out of possessions. Um, UCLA showed me something last week. Thompson Robinson's real. We talked about this yesterday. Uh, but this is another litmus test for them. Utah's no joke. They'll hit you in the mouth. So the, the winner of this game puts themselves in position to be one of the two uh, representatives right. in the Pac-12 title game. So this is going to be a fight for sure, man. And – it's in LA or Salt Lake.
0: It's in the Rose bowl.
2: Yeah. So being in LA, I'm going to take UCLA at home. I think that UCLA and SC are on a collision course to finish undefeated and play each other at the end of the year. I think that'd be really dope.
0: You know, the thing about it is, uh, I don't know if the Rose Bowl is a fucking home field advantage for anybody at all. When you only get twenty thousand in your game, and Utah at least would be packed.
2: Uh, yeah, I, well, they they need to build an on-campus stadium for UCLA, like fifty thousand deep. So did you? So like, does SC? All of them do. Yeah,
0: the West Coast that, well, is. You know, you uh, know how it is. Uh,
2: SC is SC. Yeah, you're probably right. SC is kind of the it's kind of a shithole, even though it's historically relevant. It's not really like. It's not that
0: cool. I mean, let's be real. Nah, it's fucking old, decrepit. It's shitty. Yeah, it's, of, in right. it's in the hood, but South Central. If people Central. Would go to
1: their games, they might invest in that, but nobody goes to their fucking games. Well, just, it's just look at like
2: what happened to the to the U when they when they blew up the Orange Bowl and they started making that team play at Miami Dolphin Stadium. Like that place, it doesn't. It, it just sucks. For the team. Right. So that, that was a really, that was like a knife in the heart. So you got to be careful that you don't do that to USC, but UCLA, no one even goes to the fucking games anyway. So they really need to look at that, but USC could, it might be, might hurt them a little bit too. I don't know.
0: I mean, SC at least can walk to the Coliseum from the, from their facility. Yeah. It's, like like,
2: it's cross the street.
0: 10 minute walk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. UCLA, it's a two-hour drive in fucking L.A. traffic to go from yeah, fuck fucking that, Westwood man. to p- I'm not trying to go do
2: beach. that shit. Who's trying to do that? No one.
0: Um, college game day is coming to Lawrence fucking Kansas for the first time. They play TCU. We'll try to do what no. Duke and Iowa State could not do, and that's upset the party in Lawrence. Uh, the Jayhawks are 5-0 and for the first time since oh9 Mangino era, and that was also the last time they were ranked. Although Lance, Leopold's first season at KU... Um, last year wasn't a great one. It was a rebuilding one and they surprised the likes of Texas and some other, other squads. Um, TCU has been arguably one of the most impressive teams in the country led by Sonny Dykes who came over first year. Both teams undefeated ranked 17th and 19th. TCU has the offense rolling after beating Oklahoma and a blowout. We talked about yesterday. They're putting up video game numbers. It seems, uh, the Mm -hmm. running game is averaging seven yards a carry. Um, the Horn yeah, Frogs, yeah. by the way, are the only college it's offense um, with more yards per game than Tennessee. Um, interesting fact for Sarah. So they have also what
1: was the what was the, what was the uh, miles per hour for the receivers?
0: Oh, that Zach
1: had uh, said wasn't it like twenty-one miles per hour?
0: Twenty-two. Yeah, Holy 20, 20 crap! Miles per hour. Yeah, and the only one faster Moving. is the Alabama running back. The Alabama running back is the fastest in the country, apparently. So, um, them boys
2: are fast,
0: yeah. So, I don't know. And TCU's only turned the football over one time, by the way. KU has only also turned it over one time. That is impressive. One turnover, five games, two turnovers between when two KU teams. And
1: TCU does it, but not Tennessee, right? Two, huh? I said, Is it only impressive when your teams do it, but not Tennessee?
0: I don't have teams. That's the difference between me and you. I don't have teams, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I got okay. players everywhere. And Tennessee's turned the ball over many more times than one. What? Tennessee's turned the ball over one time only? Uh, no, I'm talking about their quarterback. Uh, what about? I'm not talking about them. I uh, said the team has only turned the ball over one time.
1: Okay, their team has only turned the ball over one time.
0: All season, five games.
1: All season, KU. And, and TCU, yeah. both. Okay.
0: So they have two turnovers between both teams combined, which is kind of impressive. Um, That's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy, actually, uh, in the coaching world. Kansas coming off a, a subpar performance against an Iowa State, gritty Iowa State team where they only allowed 26 yards rushing. Uh, TCU's a minus seven and a half, Sarah. Coming back to Lawrence, game day. What do you think?
1: I think TCU wins. Ooh,
0: yeah, this is
2: uh...
1: I I don't think Kansas is going to win another game.
2: Damn oh.
1: Right. I do, for real. Look at the look at who they're playing now. Conference play versus who they've played before conference play, and average those teams versus the teams that they didn't play. For real, I'm I'm not trying. I'm just saying. I, I hear you. And so you're telling staff, me you
0: think Oklahoma's going to beat KU? Fuck no. We'll see. I I don't think Oklahoma. I don't think Oklahoma wins another game.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I just don't. I cannot bank on KU yet.
0: I mean, so, we, so if look, nobody Kansas, can this
1: game. If they beat TCU, then absolutely, I'm like, that's why. That's what I told you from the beginning. Whoever wins this game is a tell-all for the Big Twelve that I think they could actually win the Big Twelve. But it really depends on if Kansas can actually pull it together for this game because I
2: What's, think TCU is the real deal. Can Kansas hasn't shown you enough right now to give you confidence?
1: No, they haven't played anybody big.
2: Oh, what?
1: They haven't played anybody ranked.
2: They. They, I, I mean, they were three and twenty-seven before this year. They're five and zero right now. They Matt Campbell's Iowa State team is always a you beat that team and you play good football. But I,
1: they didn't beat that team. Their yeah, kicker,
2: they beat, they beat them last week.
1: Correct, but their kicker missed three field goals. If yeah, he didn't miss three field goals, would they have still won?
2: Again, again, you're you're splitting hairs here. Who won? And going on the road at Houston is a big time win for that program. The West Virginia win was a big-time win. for. I'm saying, like, they've impressed the shit out of me. TCU has also impressed the shit out of me. They were three wins last year. They were three and nine or something. Um, I, the, their quarterback has stepped in and done a great job. They, they didn't feel the transfer of that kid that went to Ole Miss, uh, the back who was excellent, he left. Right. They haven't felt that at all. So, look, th- this is a huge game for both schools. Uh, I'm going to take Kansas at home. I think that, that just the atmosphere in Lawrence and the way he's got his guys rolling, it's going to be a high-scoring you know, barn burner of a game, and I'm going to take the Jayhawks. So is
1: the atmosphere hard in Lawrence? Because I've only went when their football games were $5 and no, they didn't play anybody and they not, never it's lost.
0: Not,
2: it's not intimidating at all. It, it,
0: it's, it's the most it's been, though, in 10, 15 years because it's packed now. And it yeah, only holds for 60 through, bucks. It, it only holds like right. fifty thousand. So I mean, like uh, forty thousand. Hey, man, I, I'm always man. I hate I hate to shit on somebody while they're up. And Ku, if you're a coach and you've been around the game like me and Matt have, when you watch certain intangibles that are happening with this team, Ku is actually on all facets of the football, like special teams, offense, defense. They've won in every possible scenario you can win in a college football game. Shootout, a low scoring game, a comeback from behind, 21 point game. They've won in every facet. They have to do some they have to be somewhat of a good team. I'm I'm believing in what it is. I know Zach clowned me because I'm Lance's boy. I know Lance well. Um, but this is a good football team, and when you have a good trigger man, like they do, they're going to be in every football game. They have a legitimate quarterback in KU right now, and they have a uh, opportunity to uh, to win out. And as fucking crazy as it sounds, I'm just telling you, like this team, Oklahoma State is the only team in my opinion that has another opportunity to win out. So
2: Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big Twelve. They're fucking loaded.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mean. It is what it is. Uh, Before Matt gets out of here, he's got to go. I want to get into something real quick. Um, Ahead of this Red River rivalry game, um, I want to talk to you about, and you and Sarah, what are the best rivalries in today's college landscape? Because we know the landscape's changed. We know there's no more favorites of kids picking schools anymore. There's no more, my mom went here, I'm going to go there. My dad went here, I'm going to go there. Um, Tennessee, a.k.a. the third Saturday in October, have the potential to get back to the national stage when they play Alabama. But uh, list of the great That's college just football tradition.
1: Rivalry. That's not like rivalry. It's just yeah, tradition. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But Alabama Auburn. It was Iron Bowl. Alabama leads the all time series forty eight uh, thirty seven and one. Michigan Ohio State. Michigan leads fifty nine to fifty one and six. Oklahoma Texas. It's sixty two to fifty. Texas leads. Uh, USC Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame leads at 36 Georgia, Florida, world's largest cocktail party. Georgia leads 54 to 44. Miami, Florida State, 35-31. Miami leads that one. And then Florida, Florida State, uh, Florida State, uh, Florida leads that one, 37-26. And Cal Stanford, I don't think anyone cares anymore, but uh, Stanford leads 65-48. And then you have games like Pitt, West Virginia, Texas, Texas A&M oregon oregon state byu utah ucla usc alabama tennessee like i said oklahoma oklahoma state what is the most uh colorado colorado state obviously you got clemson south carolina you got a lot of other ones army navies as big as it gets regardless of what we think um what do you guys think is the new big rivalry and is there even such a thing i don't believe there is such a thing as a rivalry at all anymore
2: I mean that I, I like the rivalries in college football. It's my favorite part about college football. It was when I was a kid. It sucks that it's been so commercialized and just kind of it's just kind of is what it is now. But I'm a blue blood type Iron Bowl you know the the Michigan Ohio State when they're both good is fucking doesn't get better than that right. Uh, U, Utah BYU is a great rivalry series that's regional for me. Those two teams hate each other. That's always a great game out out this way. UCLA, USC. I love that they play home jerseys against home jerseys. That's all you know. It's you know it's Thanksgiving if you're watching that game. Um, I, I miss my old rivalry, Colorado, Nebraska. That was all. That's what I grew up with. You know, Thanksgiving time, my entire life. That's gone. Colorado or uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma's gone. Bedlam, I mean, they're getting rid of Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That That's fucking terrible. That's gone. Yes. Texas and Texas A&M don't play anymore, although they're going to reignite that rivalry here. Mm-hmm. Pitt and West Virginia, that was a great rivalry for many years that they just played again this year, but that's dead. Um, you know, it's these rivalry games are important to the universities and to the mm-hmm. players uh, the players remember these rivalries forever. I mean, there's there's guys that, you know, for example, I coach a 12-year-old team with my boy, Joel Dreesen. Joel and I, would, Joel played for 12 years in the league, played at Colorado State. We were in the same high school class together. I went to CU, he went to CSU. And we still talk junk about our rivalry games, like on, almost on a daily basis. So these games are important, and you're it's... It's weird, and it's, all, it's all always weird to hear you know, the way players talk about rivalries and, and what they consider a rivalry and what they don't. There's some fans that don't think some rivalries are relevant, and there's some players that think like minimal rivalries are the most important thing on Earth. So whatever you have to do to get up for the game, I'm with these days.
1: Do you know which one I really miss is KU Mizzou?
2: Yeah, that was a great rivalry game. Great rivalry game.
1: Makes me so sad that they just don't. I thought they were gonna play again. When like, did they not announce like a special I mean, conference I, thing? I
2: think that it would be really smart of all these conferences and teams. Like for example, rather than playing a bunch of nobodies in the in the preseason, have Nebraska play Colorado and Oklahoma every year, and see if that and the, those rivalries are spark back up real fucking right. Way. From a recruiting standpoint, too, you'll be recruiting the same kids, mm-hmm. which is what really plays into the rivalry base. Play West Virginia-Pittsburgh every single year at the beginning of the year. If Bedlam's going to go away, Oklahoma plays Nebraska and, and, uh, and Oklahoma State every year in the preseason. I mean, come on. that UCLA and USC are going to leave the Pac-12? Have them start playing three Pac-12 schools a year to start the year every year before they play their big-time schedule. Make the big-time schools, play big-time schedules, and then you'll get these rivalry games back. But as long as Michigan gets to play Colorado State, UConn, and fucking Hawaii to start the year, I mean, come on. Play play a relevant schedule and you'll get rivalry games back.
0: I I don't know if there's rivalries ever going to be, if they're ever going to come back. Just for the fact that the way recruiting is, the portal – Kids leaving school after school after school. That tells you they're not really going to that school anyway. They don't give a fuck about a rivalry, and they sure don't know Did anything. Did you see that
2: SMU story I sent you?
0: Yeah, so I have it right here. I want to talk to you real quick before that, and then I want to get your NFL pick of the night for the night's game and get you out of here. You got to go. Uh,
2: Look at this crazy shit.
0: 20 players, apparently. So, so so Matt, I've been talking about this on the old Slapdick podcast, on all these podcasts. First of all, it started with let's sit out the bowl game, which I am totally against. I think you're just a cowardly bitch who sits out on your play. brothers. Uh, I can't yes. stand it. I just think it's soft as fuck. I don't you're care. You're there to
2: play football. Play football. Play
0: football, man. I mean, fuck. You're going to get hurt anyway. Uh, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get fucking hurt. It's just inevitable. Um, I Now we're doing this shit. Like. When is these administrators and the people that run this thing or the parents of your fucking kids going to say, you know what, enough is a fucking enough. I just don't understand. Now we're sitting out for the portal, Matt. What is going on?
2: I mean, I think this is disgusting. Just to, if you had a bad game, they lost to UCF last night, and then to have this come out today that, you know, we're not going to play the rest of the year, we're not going to play for this coach, and we're just going to sit out and go to the transfer portal look college guys you're not as good as you think you are none of you this is the prime of your football career for 99.9 percent of you you need to really look at what you're doing and understand that the best opportunity you have to be successful is where you're at right now and the opportunity you're in right now you need to maximize that because honestly why would any other coach want to take a chance on you if you're going to act like this, number one? I mean, coaches aren't just – you think they're not going to pick up the phone and call SMU? Garnet Justice is the offensive line coach at SMU. Unbelievably good coach. Great with his kids. If one of his offensive linemen quits on him midseason after a tough loss and just says, I'm not going to play anymore this year, I'm just going to go to the transfer portal – You think Coach Justice is going to pick up the phone and leave a rave review for this kid while he competes with the other 7,000 kids in the transfer portal for a job? Fuck no. So, like, I'm telling you, kids, man, you're not as good as you think you are, but your damn are not as bad as you think you are either. You just work for it and put down all the ego and just start maximizing every minute of every day and you'll get better. And then you've got to struggle through adversity in football. You can't run to the portal every time something happens. Like if if the NCAA or somebody, somebody has got to step in and make it harder to transfer than this. Because a coward transfer is not transferring, it's quitting and saying you're transferring. Let's be real. There's a huge difference
0: between transferring and quitting. No doubt. Uh, I mean, I think 99% of the transfer portals are quitters. That's why there's 7,000
2: of them sitting in there, bro. Ha, that's what I'm saying. If you're, look, if you're a graduate transfer or you got NIL money or you got a legit better opportunity to go somewhere else, then transfer. That's your right. But if you're just transferring because coach is mean or it was too hard or football is hard and it's hot and you don't want to do the work, then, bro, you're going to watch everybody else play. You're a fucking fan. You shouldn't have been playing in the first place.
0: I'm going to tell you like this. If there, if there was only like... 200 portal kids, and they're all grad transfers. I could see Be
2: something different.
0: 7,000 yep. that's a fucking pandemic, bro.
2: It's an it's a, it's a problem,
0: bro. That's it's an a epidemic. Huge problem. That's, it's not massive COVID, problem. it's not COVID. It's that. So, no, it's a massive fucking problem. Yeah, massive. Um, hey man, I appreciate you coming in here today. Um, Amen, I'll, brother. I'll check you out tomorrow. I know you gotta get out of here, and then like I said, we'll uh, we'll blow this thing up Monday on the wake up show. So. Yeah, take, I appreciate take the you. Under tonight,
2: Broncos and the under.
0: Broncos and the under. Uh, I'm going to take Broncos, man, because after the debacle against the the Raiders, I got to take Broncos too. But both of these teams are fucking shitty. So yeah, they both suck. All right, man. I Appreciate you. Peace, peace. Um, man, I don't know. I I don't know, Sarah. We're going to get your fucking NFL picks. And we're going to talk about some fucking quarterback play in the NFL here in a minute. We're going to force you to learn NFL football. Um, make sure you guys head on over to or Store.com. Go get you some merch right there. Me and Sarah's beautiful faces right there on a mug, on a hoodie, on a shirt, on a hat. Whatever it is, go grab you something. CoachJBStore.com. Check it out. Um, I'm going to go refill some ice, Sarah, because i got to make another drink dealing with your takes. So, Don't fuck with me. (laughs) Um, We're going to take a break. Two minutes. Make sure you stay on task. Don't go anywhere. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member today. I'm telling you, we're going to go all members. And we got a Discord coming. So stay tuned for that. We'll be back in about three minutes. Peace. But what do I know when I talk about the transfer portal being as shitty as it is? Watering down college football. But what do I know when I say the landscape is completely open to anyone beating anyone? Have I not said it on this show? Did I not say it just a couple days ago? Did I not do a video on Twitter about it? Did I not talk about it on my shows here? And people just, nah, Coach, hell nah. Really. So. Appalachian State goes into AM, a $40 million booster loaded roster. Coach makes $10 million a year. The head coach, Coach Clark at, at Appalachian, uh, Appalachian State, makes $425K a year. But what do I know? Appalachian State has one four star player on their roster, FYI. One. Texas A&M has 56 four- or five-star players. Go look it up. Go Google it. Go check it out. Go look it up. $4,125,000 the head coach makes. Texas A&M special teams coordinator makes $1 million. So what do you think Appalachian State special teams coordinator makes? I'd say maybe 100k, maybe 100k. Maybe 100k. Maybe 100k. What do you think their quarterback coach makes? 45, 50? You know A&M's quarterback coach makes $325,000. Almost as much as the head football coach at Appalachian State. But what do I know when I say it's watered down and Appalachian State deserves to not have themselves even mentioned with the Texas A&M when it comes to going to their fucking house and beating them in a low-scoring affair when they just scored 61 points on North Carolina, another Power 5 team. So now Appalachian State can show that they can score 60 on you in a Power 5 school, and they can show they can beat you a higher-ranked team in a low-scoring affair. But what do I know? <laughs> 56 four- and five-star players. Appalachian State has one. And by the way, Bruce Helms, they did it to Michigan in 2007. They weren't even a Division I team yet. I hope you do know that. They were an FCS school at the time they beat Michigan. So... <sighs> But what do I know? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm back. I'm back. I topped off my drink. Uh, Sarah will be back in a second. Um, we got all these fucking bots in here, man. Unbelievable. Um, cheers to everybody, man, on this Thirsty Thursday. If you're not drinking, you're just a bitch-made cat. Um, Make sure you head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some bitch-made cat gear. We got it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Um, You can get you a bitch-made cat hat. You can get you a bitch-made cat tee. Don't be a bitch-made cat, by the way. Um, So you can do all those things. We're headed to the third and long segment of this show. (laughs) Brought to you by canadipscbd.com check it out canadips sent me some new shit order it today get me on the I want to win the fucking uh, there's like a contest I need to win it go get you some send me an email that you bought it or a DM and I will put you down to win the prize at the end of the season so go check it out Sarah you good?
1: I'm good I got a buddy (laughs) who's barking at our neighbor
0: Oh, yeah. Come on, okay. buddy. Welcome to my world. Um, okay, let's break down this better and best shit. Okay. All right. Um, here we go. The best is, uh, I guess, I mean, I don't know the term I want to use. Um, when you say best, I, I think it's absolute. That means it's like a proven fact. You were the best. When we say no
1: greater, are you talking about greater versus best?
0: Yeah, or best versus better, whatever you were saying. Right,
1: greatest is accomplishments and your like merits, like. But better means over a short period period of time, like your talent, like you know, it's different. Yeah, but But even the definition is different. Greater and best are not the same definition in the dictionary.
0: I understand. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Best means it is an it is absolute. It happened. It is guaranteed. It's a definition of what the best is. Best means you've accomplished it. It is stamped. You're the best no. ever. So,
1: greatness is a measure of the merits and achievements over a complete career, while best is a perishable that has to be related to a certain time period.
0: Right. That means it's a projection. That means we don't know. The best means it is done already. You're the best ever do it. What? Yes, the definition no. for best.
1: Oh, my God. Sarah, okay, fucking when you, Matthew when you, Stafford. You say it all the time with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, if he hadn't left, he would be the fucking best or whatever yeah, you say. Yeah, the best. It's the same argument. Yeah, I,
0: it would be the best. The best means... But he's not it's,
1: the fucking Greatest.
0: But the best is the absolute. It's already been proven. I said Matthew (sighs) Stafford would be the best if he was with another team. See what I'm saying? Like, he was horrible, so I can't say he's the best. The best means he's already... So right now, who is the best quarterback to ever walk?
1: It's hard to fucking. You can't compare quarterbacks. That's so hard.
0: Well, I'm just saying. If we want to go by what the definition is, the greatest is,
1: quarterback is Tom Brady. Okay, he's the greatest, but he was not the best.
0: Okay, so the best is Tom Brady because he has the most rings right now. It is oh, the that's best. not the
1: definition. The greatest is. is your I'm achievements looking at the and accomplishments.
0: When you use the word best, it means absolute. When you no. use "better," it means relative. We don't know.
1: No. Better
0: is a sub, better is a is a is a, an opinion. We think he's better. The best right. means it is absolute. It's already happened.
1: No, that's the greatest. No, that's it's the definition not. I just fucking read. Is greatest goes by your achievements. Greatest. Tom Brady has the most Super Bowl rings. Blah blah blah. He wins. Blah blah blah. But he's not the fucking best.
0: What does that say right there?
1: Dude, I have it right here. I just read you the fucking difference. What,
0: why is it? What does it say right here? When you're the best, JB, I'm absolute, being fucking serious. Absolutely. It says,
1: What's the difference between great and better? And I just fucking read That's greatness is a measure of the merits and achievements over a complete career, while best is a perishable that has to be related to a certain time period.
0: Okay, you are trying to say something that you're saying the wrong shit with. You're trying to say someone just
1: fucking read it. No. I'm not saying the wrong no, shit. No, what I'm it's telling you is...
0: No, I'm not worried about the definition. I'm talking about how you're trying to convey what you mean. What you're trying to say is someone is the most talented versus someone that is actually getting it done. We have a lot of guys that are more talented than the guy that's actually winning, but that doesn't right, mean they're, they're the best. Better. They're more talented.
1: Oh, my God, JB.
0: Michael Vick is a more talented player than, Mike, than Tom Brady. If he
1: would have applied himself and went to practice and studied film and did all the shit, he could have been the greatest, but he, he still, didn't do that shit.
0: He's still not going to be the greatest. Sorry. Okay. okay, he's more talented. Oh, oh, that doesn't mean he's going to be better than Tom. the
1: tangibles that Tom Brady has had yeah, to have.
0: But it doesn't right. mean Michael Vick was going to be better than Tom Brady because he's more talented. Lamar Let's Jackson is Brady. the most talented. Lamar Jackson's the most talented right now. Doesn't mean he's the best. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's the most talented quarterback, right? Is Lamar what? Jackson not the most talented quarterback right now?
1: If, if in your opinion, I think Josh Allen is more talented.
0: No, if we're talking, if we're talking, you just said Michael Vick was more talented. How can you say that Lamar Jackson's not more closer to Michael <sighs> Vick than Josh? <sighs> are, are
1: we com? Oh, okay. So we're comparing. No,
0: we're just talking about pure talent, raw talent. Lamar Jackson's off Ra- the chart. He's off the chart. Like, okay, and Lamar so I Jackson's also think chart. Josh Allen is, but too. he's not a good quarterback. He's not the best. Michael Vick, right? Michael Vick was a fucking phenom. That doesn't mean he was very good at quarterback. He had a couple good years. He did a couple of good things, but he knew, couldn't sustain it because. Talent he,
1: and best are not the same thing. Read those definitions. They're not the same fucking thing.
0: Like, okay, let me ask you this. What do you mean? I'm, I'm just saying projection. We can talk about talent all we want. I've coached a lot of talented kids that never fucking played, they never made it.
1: Okay, but Tom Brady has had certain things in his career that are so different, but it doesn't make him the most, like, he's not the best
0: he's not the most talented that's what you're trying to say he's
1: also not the best he
0: is the best
1: he is the greatest
0: oh man i'm done i'm not gonna say no more all right moving on um the best means he's already done it (laughs) no it doesn't he has seven rings he already's been proven to be the best
1: right he's the greatest
0: he's the best but all right um let me ask you this.
1: So you think he's better than, than anybody that's ever played the game? He has the most talent. He is no, better than anybody else. No, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly. where you're confused at. Exactly. No, he's the greatest. No, the that's best. where you're
0: confused at. It's not about talent. I'm not talent.
1: confused. You are confused. It's not I'm about not talent. Um, I'm, I'm not confused. Uh, I know what I'm saying.
0: No, you don't. But it's all right. So okay. let me ask Trust you this. me. Let me just I ask have, you this. I, I know what I'm saying. All right. Let's go college. What is the best college football job, in Sarah's opinion, right now that is open for hire? Who is the best possible job opening in America? Wisconsin, Nebraska, Arizona State, Colorado, or a future Auburn job? What is the best possible job that's open or will be open at the end of this football season right after Christmas?
1: Well, Auburn, Wisconsin, Nebraska.
0: You think those are the best? Yep. In that order? Yes. Okay, now, now we just had this conversation. I want to talk about why, because it's not the same. The rivalries aren't the same, the traditions aren't the same, and the leagues aren't the same. They're changing very, very rapidly. Auburn, to me, isn't a great job anymore. And Alabama's, beat, Alabama's beating the shit out of the state in recruiting. And it is no longer a... At least Gus Malzahn beat Nick Saban twice. I mean, I haven't seen anyone do that. And, and people are still knocking him for going back to Auburn. I think the motherfucker can go back to Auburn and be all right. But he beat him twice. Who else has beat Saban twice in that league? So I'm just asking... I don't believe Auburn's the job everybody wants like it once was. And that's why I think they settled for Brian fucking Harson. So I don't believe the league is what it was. I don't believe it is what it is. And I think that Wisconsin is a dead doornail. I I don't think anyone wants to go up there just because of what the landscape is, Sarah. The landscape is 99% black players playing the game. And it's 80% white coached. Who wants to go to minus 48 degree fucking Wisconsin and play in a league that is basically played in the snow three months out of the year? I don't see it. And I just think that cats are either playing Southwest or they're going to go to the big time school like Ohio State or Michigan. I just think it's losing its lore. That's my personal opinion on Wisconsin. And I think Nebraska's falling right there with it. Um. I think KU's a better gig than Nebraska, personally. And I think it's better than Wisconsin right now. So, having said that, look at the schools, Sarah. Look at Texas. It ain't a school nobody wants to go to like they once did. Either is Miami, Florida, Florida State, or USC. So, until that happens, I wouldn't put Auburn in the top. But I'm just curious on why you think Auburn's still in the top, other than it's in the SEC. Because, you know, we could argue about that all day, too. I think the bottom half of the SEC is shitty, just like the bottom half of every league in America is shitty. So why do you think Auburn, just because of the past or what they can be in the future?
1: What they can be in the future. And they have the past to back that.
0: I mean, good point. But I just don't see see them. What can they be in the future? As long as Nick Saban's there, there has no future.
1: (laughs) If Nick Saban doesn't continue to win... There's going to be a decline. Yeah,
0: but when? Two thousand fucking thirty?
1: Well, look at Kirby. He already beat him.
0: Yeah, one time.
1: I would love to. Well, I'd love to continue to see what Kirby does.
0: Well, yeah, but he had he he, again. He's every other year. He's inconsistent, too. At least Saban is in that shit every year. So this
1: year, it's not looking like it because his team's very undisciplined. It's a very different Alabama team than we've seen.
0: And it's ironic, right? Because what do I hate? The portal. What do you get when you get portal kids? Undisciplined, unruly, unknown variables come from other shitty programs. And guess what? One bad apple ruins the whole batch. So yeah. I think that is across the America. I bet you if we did a stat and pulled up fucking. Then
1: how come that's not happening at Kansas?
0: Because I told you, Pole, don't use the portal abusively. He uses it okay. accordingly. It's not
1: happening at Tennessee.
0: He uses it accordingly. What is it happening?
1: Unruly, undisciplined kids. You
0: got more criminals on that team, on that roster, what? than anybody in the country. What are you talking about? Uh, who's the criminal? You got a shitbird over there. The receiver Who? from USC is a shitbird. What do you mean? I know him personally. What are you talking about? Uh, oh man. He hasn't done anything takes out of everybody. character. Everybody. Hypel takes every shitbird in America just like Scott Frost did. Just like fucking Jimbo does. They're all shitty. But Hypel has the heartbeat of the roster. So I take shitbirds, uh, Sarah. I got shitbirds all over the place, but they bought in. They're buying into Hypel. That don't mean they don't have shitbirds.
1: So who they're not buying into Saban, and that's a big problem.
0: He has the history to say that is a very very uh, daunting uh, term to say they're not buying. Then into what's him. going on? I mean, they've had five games. I mean, I, let's let's say that at the end of the year. I mean, I'm sure Nick Saban will cut a kid in a heartbeat if there's really really a cancer cancerous situation. I don't I don't see this just unfolding on Saban and this just ends up retiring him. I think he would have got rid of that shit. You know what I mean? So I think he would leave if that was the case. And I agree, would...
1: but it, uh, to see all the penalties and stuff with the way they're playing, that's what I'm referring to. I'm not talking to yeah. like oh he's, they're you know fighting in the locker room, they're not respecting him. That's not my point at yeah. all. I'm I, I just don't
0: I don't, I don't I on mean, the
1: field, it's totally different than what we've seen before.
0: Yeah, but the results aren't uh, so I don't I, and, and until we I see the know. results being different, I mean, what does it matter? Like I don't see the results being well, different.
1: Texas held them pretty good, and Texas yeah. should have won that game.
0: One close game. I mean, you guys have been in a few close games. Right. <laughs> so are you so guys undisciplined? Difference? Huh? What? Are you guys undisciplined too?
1: That's totally, I'm talking about the penalties.
0: That's what I'm saying. But they haven't lost. So how how why are we even caring? Unless they lose, then I can see your point. Like, okay, Nick Saban's losing a step here. We got some undisciplined, unruly shit happening. Alabama's now losing because of it. They haven't lost yet. Until they lose, then I'm just not. I'm not going to buy into he has an undisciplined program all of a sudden. But like, I uh, what I will say an is
1: program. I said they were undisciplined on the field because they've had more penalties than they've had before.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, but that's happening because of the portal, in my opinion. That the portal is 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 a bad situation across. How the do you America. blame
1: the portal? Then why are other teams having these same issues?
0: They all are. If Everyone's having the same issues. What do you mean?
1: Kansas is having the same issues.
0: I just told you they don't use the portal that much. They're, they're, he uses it accordingly. He's not abusing the portal. This is the first your,
1: what? How do you, how, like this blows my mind about you. How are you weighing in on, like, is it your buddies that you're saying they, they utilize the portal accordingly? Because there's other coaches that oh. utilize the portal accordingly and they don't have issues. So why, you can't just blame the portal on that.
0: Why not? Who uses the portal accordingly?
1: That's what I'm asking you.
0: I'm telling you who KU, who? he, he doesn't, the he the culture. He doesn't use the portal like that. That's why Somebody he's not having the portal. It. That's why he's not having disciplinary issues. That's what I'm answering. You just, you just told me Alabama's having disciplinary issues. I said, but I
1: did not say it's because of the portal you did. And then I you're know. saying that some teams I, no don't shit. have these issues because they utilize the portal portal accordingly. And then I said, well, how do you gauge that?
0: I'm telling you. You said Alabama has issues with discipline, right?
1: Correct.
0: I said it's because... On the the, field. Okay.
1: On the field with penalties.
0: No shit. I said this is the first year Saban has really dabbled into the portal. So I said the portal is the reason for it. There is an issue amongst the country with high transfer portal kids. We have an issue with discipline. Now, you said why isn't KU having the issue? I said he hasn't dabbled in the portal as much. Now I don't understand why is that so hard to understand? I mean, <laughs> KU hasn't dabbled the in it as much. You're the only person
1: who has like this issue with the portal.
0: Who does it?
1: I said you're the only person who thinks that everybody's having an issue with the portal.
0: I know cuz I know are better
1: utilizing the portal.
0: I know cuz I know I actually fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know, right? No, you don't. Uh, okay. okay. You know about the portal more than me? I'm just curious. Do I know I'm just trying didn't to figure say I think I know more about okay. the
1: portal than you do, but I have an educated guess on what's going but on. I can't here. guess.
0: We can't guess on this because this I got 200 kids playing. Like, we can't guess. I know the facts. The portal is killing college football. And if you don't think that 10 top 25 teams losing last week is an issue, then you don't really know what you're saying about the portal. The portal's watered down football. It is, it is cancering up college football. You know that KU has more transfers
1: than Bama does, right? Huh? You know that KU has more transfers than Bama does.
0: You do know that was before Lance got there, right? Lance got (laughs) a quarterback.
1: That's okay. Right.
0: I said before Lance got there, they do. Lance inherited some portal kids. You know that, right? Right, but he's, they're portal kids. That's not Lance's fault. He didn't bring them in. What do you mean? You're telling, you asked me about KU. You asked why I defend KU. You said I know the coach. I told you Lance leopold has been there two years. He has not fucking abused a portal. It doesn't mean that you can't, you have to stick with what you got. You got portal kids before he got there. Like okay, I mean he's stuck with those kids. You can't just cut him. He's you not gotta, taking
1: any portal kids at all.
0: They're on a scholarship, so you can't just cut them.
1: Right? <laughs> huh? I said right, but you can't say that he's not abused. Like that's the that's the argument. So you're saying Nick Saban abuses the portal?
0: No, I no, and not No, did you hear me? I said this is the first year Saban is really fuck with the portal, and you said his his discipline's on a high, and I said because of the portal. This is his first year fucking with it. He has more kids out of the portal this year than he has ever fucked with. Dabo Sweeney, he don't fuck with the portal. This is the first year that he's actually lost kids and grabbed a couple. First years, Clemson and Alabama's really fuck with the portal. These other schools have been doing the portal thing. And it's you can see it. It has cancered up college football landscape in totality because of all the different philosophies and ideologies and Thank shit you, Jake. Thank you. False. K, you took
1: way more transfers last year and Saban only took two.
0: Last year. Are we talking last year or fucking this year? What are we talking about? I just We're talked talking the about your argument. Two you years. think
1: that the portal. Like, what
0: the fuck are we like, talking about? JB, I just said we all you hate the portal,
1: so it's a skewed perception.
0: No, I just told you that I I just told you that I knew what he took. I knew what he took last year. We're talking about this year, aren't we? Our conversation, Sarah, is about this year. Alabama's team It's not about last year's team, right? Okay. so you said this year's team is more undisciplined than you have seen a Nick Saban team be, correct? Correct,
1: but you can't say their penalties on the field have to do with the fucking portal that has no correlation. How does that not have? How does that? That's the way they're playing. So, a false fucking starter, their penalties on their players are have to do because hey, wait up! You guys came from the portal, so you suck, and that's the reason we're getting penalties.
0: So you're telling me? What? So you're telling me that kids that have been in their program four years are now all of a sudden just going to be assholes in your program?
1: Oh my God! No,
0: I'm I'm Baby, really serious. I'm really serious. This is I'm really curious. Is, you're telling me that you don't think portal kids become cancers? If, no. Oh, then you don't know football. Sorry. Okay. I'm just I'm just being honest. I'm just being real. If you don't think transfer portal kids are shitbirds, then you really don't know no, what you're talking I don't about. you
1: think there are transfer, there are uh, you can't. I told you, it's not an umbrella. Not all transfers are
0: shitbirds. I know, but you're, so you why are
1: you umbrellaing you're, that but you're don't pointing out a disciplinary stupid, JB, issue? You're, Cause the, like literally don't even go there with me.
0: You're, t- you're pointing out a disciplinary issue. I'm okay. pointing out a portal issue that is becoming, so then we
1: need to look at who those penalties are on. Like that you have to evaluate it that way. You can't just umbrella all of this. What do you mean? We know you hate the transfer portal. Like, it's not a big fucking deal. What is it? It's cool to see that there are other kids and other teams winning, and then they're all, like, I mean, who gives a fuck? All these other coaches are utilizing the portal. You either get in or you get left behind. It's like, that's, I don't know why we keep fucking talking about it.
0: Well, you brought up undisciplined.
1: Oh my God, which had nothing to do with the portal. I said that the team was undisciplined.
0: And I'm telling you, it has to do with the portal. portal. And I'm telling you, it has has to do with the portal. We
1: should change the show to fucking JB hates the transfer portal. We
0: can, but I'm telling you, it has to do with the portal. That's what I'm telling (sighs) you. You said discipline. I brought up portal. That's what it is. Matt McChesney just said there's seven thousand kids in the portal for a reason. You think they're in there because they're all great kids? (laughs) No, they're not. Anyway, moving on from the portal that Sarah loves to talk about, um, and I hate to talk about, the most fascinating game this week is UCLA-Utah on the West Coast. I know Sarah don't like the West Coast, but that is the most meaningful game this week. Tennessee has LSU. I've seen a bunch of Twitter wars going on. Twitter with between LSU and Tennessee. Um, I don't know much about this game, Sarah. Is LSU Tennessee a real rivalry, or is it just a game to get to their each respective rivalries in their season? It's a game. It's just a regular game.
1: LSU and Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, it's a
0: game. But is it a regular game now compared to normal season? Because these two teams have to win.
1: I mean, I don't know. Huh? I said, I don't know, JB. You tell me.
0: What do you mean, do I tell you? I'm asking you.
1: (laughs) All Right, and I already told you my opinion. Like, I mean, we just keep talking about the same shit over and over again.
0: I'm asking about LSU, Tennessee. Oh, man. All right, listen. It's all right. Listen, hey. Everybody, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Wake Up Show, 6 a.m. I appreciate you guys joining us. Somebody got mad and can't have a conversation. So we're going to move on. I will holler at you guys later. Um, Hey, some some people can't handle the truth, dog. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Holy shit. Don't ever drink again on a JB show because I can drink with anybody. Come on Josh. Come on Oose. Hey. No, nah, I'm good. I'm still here. I'm not going nowhere, dog. I'm right here. I'm right here. Don't you can't get mad, dog, because the truth. Come on, now you can't have a sports show and debate if you can't have the truth. Come on, man. God damn. Just have just have a drink. Chill out. You can't shut down on a show when you're arguing. Doug, Colin Cowherd and fucking old girl argue all the time. They're the number one show. Come on, man. This could have been a great show. Sarah just entered the transfer portal. Um. We got more trolls, though, and bots than anything. Um. Listen, we're already two hours and a half, two and a half hours in the deal. Uh, I'm gonna have an after hours and after party. I'm gonna end the audio side. I'll have an after hours right here after party. Join it. I'm gonna re- leave the link in the chat. Um, let me get you the link real quick. Boom. The link is in the chat. Join it. I'm gonna end the audio side and stay tuned for the after hours and the after party. Hey man, shit happens, dog. I love adversity. It makes you stronger. Relax. It's all good. I appreciate you guys. Let's get it cracking in the after hours. Bam. I'll see you in about one minute. Let me enter. The, let me end the audio side. Come on in for the after hours, and we got a lot more to talk about. Peace. Because Jamie- I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in there, walk into any any type of, uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to have. The Coach JB Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. The Coach Show. Give it to you straight, no chaser.
2: Sarah